0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys have a wonderful Monday as some of you guys know this week is the boss summit and i'm going to be vlogging all of the behind the scenes or any scenes that i can get while we're there we do have a full jam-packed schedule but i do want to take you guys along the journey with me so make sure you go subscribe to my youtube the christian bay tv last week we hit our goal of 1k thank you to everyone 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 that helped me reach that goal of 1k i really appreciate it so if you didn't or if you if you didn't already subscribe make sure you go subscribe to the christian bay tv because that is where i will post the behind the scenes video And I'm also going to be posting my new 10 minutes with Christian Bay to start your day videos on there. That's just a video where we start our day with 10 minutes of prayer, 10 minutes of the word and 10 minutes of just encouragement to get your day started. There will be a new 10 minute video up today. So after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to the YouTube to see what the 10 minutes is and to also subscribe. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that during these last couple of weeks, Bible studies and Faith Fridays have been filled with instructions on what to do, how to dive in deeper with God, how to figure out where God is, how to figure out what God wants you to do. And then we ended up last week with God saying, now it's time for you to come forth. Now I need you to come forth boldly. I need you to come forth boldly and I need you to examine every part of your life as you come forth. I need you to do these things. It's that season. It's go time. It's shifting season. We are literally stepping into new levels of life in this season. God is releasing new levels of favor, new levels of abundance in this season. And if we don't come forth boldly and grab what's ours, we're going to miss out on it. And we miss out on our blessings by not feeling qualified, by worrying about what people have to say, by being held to people bondage or being held to our past mistakes or looking behind us or comparing ourselves to others. We miss out on what God has for us. So God was reminding us last week, I need you to come forth and when you come forth i need you to examine every area of your life examine the friends that you have around you examine the decisions that you make examine your thought process examine the patterns that you've been carrying with you for years i need you to examine these things because these things can be in the way what's in the way of what's stopping you get to the next level so last week he said come forth boldly and make sure you examine every part of you and today he said i need you to encourage them So today we're coming from the book of Luke. Yes, y'all, the book of Luke. We're coming from the book of Luke chapter 12, and we're going to be focusing on verses 5, 7, 11, and 12. So grab your journals. The subtitle for the book of Luke, chapter 12, is Warnings and Encouragements, which goes perfectly with the word that God gave me today. God said to me today that I need you to speak to my children and I need you to encourage them because in this season, a lot of them are carrying worry. A lot of them have things in their life that they're trying to figure out. It's a decision that they have to make, and it's coming up, and they want to know whether they should go with to the left option or to the right option. They want to know whether they should step forward or whether they should be still. They want to know what it is from me that they want or that i want in this season and i need you to encourage them i need you to give them rest because they have been carrying some heavy burdens they have been allowing things to weigh on them that's not in my will to worry them that's not the plan that i have for them that's not attached to the prospect process or the prosperity that i have in store for them so i need you to encourage them in this word today and i need you to uplift them and i need you to remind them who i am so when we start reading luke chapter 12 verse 5 it starts off and this is where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and Jesus say says in verse 4 I tell you my friends do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more but I will show you whom you should fear this is verse 5 he says fear him who after your body has been killed has authority to throw you into hell yes I tell you fear him Then when we go down to verse seven, it says, indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Then we'll skip down to verse 11. And it says, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. So, if you're taking notes today, the title of today's word is The God of Details. And if you would like to sow a seed, we're sowing the details seed, and you can sow it to Cash App, dollar sign, The Christian Bay, or PayPal or Zelle, The Christian Bay at gmail.com. In reading this chapter, the first thing that stood out to me was verse five that says, but I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. And when I was reading this, God told me to write down to fear no thing or fear no one. That's what he wanted me to start off this word with reminding you guys of that we fear no thing or no one and a lot of times when we hear the saying fear no man but God we ought we automatically attach it to man because fear no man that must be a person but God said to me today that I need you to remind them not to fear no man and to fear no thing because sometimes it's not the men or the people or the company that we fear but it's our own mind sometimes it's a mental attack sometimes it's our own mind and our heart that's causing us to fear things so God wanted to remind us today that I need you to fear no one and I need you to fear no thing because I am the God of all things I am the God over people and the God over circumstances I choose what I allow to happen in your life or what I block from your life so I need you not to just fear no man. I also need you not to fear no thing because you know sometimes we begin to fear losing our car or we begin to fear losing a loved one or we begin to fear losing ourselves. We begin to fear losing a relationship or losing friendships or losing opportunities, losing a big business deal, losing a the job. There are so many things that we begin to fear and we don't even realize because we get so focused on, I fear no man, no God, but what about that thing? What about that circumstance that weighs on you every night? What about that headache that you get and you don't know why you have a headache, but it's really because you're stressing about this job. What about that relationship that's keeping you up at night? What about that friendship that got you losing weight because y'all been friends for so long that you don't wanna lose this thing. You don't wanna lose this relationship. So this thing has you in a state of fear. This thing has you worrying, whether it's a relationship or a finance or a job or opportunity or a car or something being fixed or a health issue or a health report. It's a thing that's causing fear to rise up in you and the seeds of fear is growing so God said I need you to start off by reminding him that it's not just fear no man it's not just fear no one I also need you to tell them to fear no thing I know that the scripture says let me tell you who to fear only fear God don't fear anyone else but it's not just about people it's things that's also taking over the mental state of my people so I need you to let them know and I need you to remind them to fear no one and fear no thing." You have to train yourself to get to a mindset that God already knew this would happen before I knew this would happen. God was already here before I was here. God said that my steps are ordered. God says that he knew me when I was in my mother's womb. So that that means he knew this circumstance was coming. That means he knew this problem would arise. That means he knew this situation would happen in my life. So I cannot allow fear to drive me into a state of depression. I can allow fear to drive me into anxiety and panic attacks. I cannot allow fear to drain me mentally because that's what it's trying to do fear just comes to attack your faith that's what fear is sent for so you have to begin to speak back to that thing God already knew this was going to happen God has gone before me God says my steps are ordered even the ones that I don't understand even the ones that are scary to me even the ones that seem like they're leading me off path God has ordered my steps I pray to him I submit myself to him every single day I don't have to fear anything now if you're not praying to God if you're not submitting yourself to God this word isn't for you because because you could be leading to death. You could be leading to to, to destruction if you're planning your own steps. But if you know deep in your heart that you're allowing God to lead you every step of the way, if you know that you're praying and you're fasting for direction and you're still leading up to something that's causing you to fear, I need you to speak back to that thing and say, I fear no one or I fear nothing because the enemy won't just send people. He will send circumstances. He will send trials. He will send rumors. He will send opinions. He will send backlash to try to get you off track, but I need you to begin to speak back to whatever thing or whatever person is trying to come and make you forget or worry about the word that God has given you because God is reminding us to fear no one and fear no thing. Because God says, I know the outcome before you knew the outcome. Before you can ever figure out what the outcome is, I already know what it is. So by worrying, what can you fix by worrying? What can you fix by not eating? What can you fix by losing sleep? Nothing. You can only cause more problems. So I need you to fear no one and fear no thing. And then when you continue to read, we go to verse 7. And verse 7 says, indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And what I really want you to think about is the word choice. It didn't say he has counted the number of hairs on your head. It says they are numbered. Now, if you have your natural hair, I want you to look at a string of hair. Or if you have a wig like me, pull a string of hair out the wig. It's not yours, sis. Pull a string of, or if you're a guy, pull a string out your girlfriend's. I mean, she's going to be upset, but she'll get over it. Pull it, tell her it's for the Lord. Pull a string of hair out of it and look how small a string is. It doesn't say that he counts the hair on your head because, you know, when you count something, it's like, okay, pick it up one, two, three, and you could throw it to the side. And that's just pretty much it. It says that the strings of hair, the numbers is numbered which means that that string number five that string number six that string number 10 over there up i lost one i think i lost string number 45 it says that each one is numbered not that he counts them and throws them to the side he knows the exact number of hairs on your head. So what that that means and what God is showing us is that he's a God of details. He takes his time and he not only counts the numbers of hair on our head, the strings of hair on our head, but he also counts the cost of what we're going to go through. He also counts the circumstances that we're going to face. He also counts the heartache. He also counts the tears that you cry. He also counts the nights where you can't sleep. He's keeping count of those things. He cares about those things. Don't think that God is just overlooking the stuff that you're going through and that he doesn't see it. If he cares about numbering the hairs on your head, not just counting them, but giving them a number, assigning them their own personal number, what more do you think he cares about and pays attention to in your life? So God said to me today, I need you to encourage them and I need you to remind them that I numbered the hairs on their head. I took the time to give each one a number to show them the time that I will invest in them, to show them how attentive attentive i am when it comes to their life when you invest time into something when you give something your attention you don't let just anybody treat it any kind of way nobody can come and just drive a car that you've been working and saving up for when you finally get it no i'm gonna have to keep my keys with me because i put in time with this thing i put in energy with this thing i put in attention for this thing i went to work every day and i was working overtime for this car you can't just come drive this like you would drive any old regular car This is my prized possession. I paid attention to what it was going to take to get this. I pay attention to what it's going to take to keep this. And I can't just let anybody come and mishandle this. So, just like we would do with our possessions that we work hard for and we put time and energy into, that's how God feels about us. So, He says, Why would you fear a thing or why would you fear anyone else when I'm the one who sat down and numbered the hairs on your head? Fear no one and fear no thing because I put time into you. I put energy into you. I put sacrifice for you. I've ca- allowed my son to die on the cross for you for all of your sins. So why would you think that you have to fear a thing? Why do you think you have to fear a doctor's report? Why do you think you have to fear backlash from people and your family's opinion? Why do you think you have to fear anything or anyone when I'm the one that numbered the hairs on your head? Verse seven says, indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. He didn't skip one. So if he's not skipping strings of hair, he's not skipping your situation. He's not skipping that thing that's causing you to have a headache every day. He's not skipping that thing that's in the back of your mind that you think about every day. He's not skipping that. He's not allowing you to just go through life worrying and skipping over the fact that it's causing you to be unhappy, that it's causing you tears, that it's causing you to live in doubt. He's not skipping over that. It says, don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And when we go down to verse 11, it ends off and it says, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you would defend yourselves or what you will say for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. So God said, I not only need need you to remind them and encourage them that I'm the only one that they should fear and remind them that I'm a God of details, but I also need you to remind them of my timing. I also need you to remind them that when they are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, when you are brought before your boss at work, when you are brought before people in their opinion, when you are brought before problems in your life and circumstances and trials and tribulations, when you are brought before things that could quote unquote threaten you, God is reminding us, to do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. He says, I need you to encourage them and remind them of my timing because I am a God of details. I'm paying attention to the details of your life. And I know sometimes you stress because I don't move when you need me to move and I don't give you the answer when you need the answer, but I need you to fear not this thing. And I need you not to worry because I care so much that I've numbered the hairs on your head. So if I did that, I've also come up with a solution for this. I'm not just guessing and figuring this thing out as we go. I already have the solution to that problem. So I need you to fear not and I need you not to worry when you're in the face of people or problems because I already have a solution. I am the problem solver. I just need you to trust that at that time, at the time that you need the answer, at the time that you need to make the decision, at the time that you need to make the next step, I will provide that for you. A problem with us, is that we begin to stress and worry over things and fear outcomes before they actually even happen. There's the thing that we're worrying about and then there's some time in between and then there's actually the outcome. We stress, And we worry about circumstances before they even arise, before they even come in our lives. We allow our mind to get the best of us. We allow our feelings to get the best of us and push us into stress, anxiety, depression, and mental exhaustion because we're trying to figure out something before it ever comes to just the thought of this thing is causing us to fear whatever the outcome or the solution would be. So God said, I need you to encourage them of my time at the proper time. At that time, my Holy Spirit will teach you what to do or teach you what to say what we have to realize is that there's the time that we begin to worry about a thing and then there's the time that the thing actually comes to pass and what God wants us to understand today is that the in-between time that's actually our training time that's actually the time for us to be praying that's actually the time for us to be fasting not worrying we spend the time leading up to the thing worrying and God says you are robbing yourself of your blessing Think about if you were on a football team or a basketball team or a cheerleading team and you had competition coming up, you find out about the competition, you find out about the test, you find out about the tournament or whatever the trial and tribulation is, you find out about that thing ahead of time before it actually comes. So imagine if you spent your time sitting down worrying instead of practicing. Because that's what we do. We find out about something and then we go from that day up until the day that the thing comes and we just worry and we just stress and we just try to figure it out on our own. But if we go down in Luke, if we go down to verse 25, it says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? God wants us to know today that it's not your place to worry. When you figure out a thing, when there's a trial and tribulation coming your way or there's a circumstance or something that has you nervous or in fear or anxious or mentally exhausted. It's not for you to worry about that thing and try to figure that thing out. He says, I need you to get into my word. I need you to pray and fast. I need you on your face. The in-between time is your training time. The in-between time is the time where you're at cheerleading boot camp before that competition and you're doing two a days for basketball practice because you're getting ready for game day. You don't spend the waiting time worrying. You spend the waiting time working. You're working towards the word of God. God, I'm working spiritually. I'm trying to build up my spirit, man. I'm not just going to allow worry to make me sit this one out because if you worry, if you sit it out, you automatically lose. You automatically forfeit the tournament. You already lost because the days that you were supposed to be practicing, you was worrying. So God said, I need you to remind them that at that time, at the time of the trial and tribulation, at the time that you need a shift to happen, at the time that you need an answer, I will provide that. But leading up to it, I don't need you worrying. I need you working. I need you working your faith. I need you in my face. I need you in my presence because my Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. But if you have not been praying, if you have not been in the word of God, how is the Holy Spirit supposed to reach you? that's the part that we forget that's the part where we we don't think about it in the midst of testing times when we begin to worry over stuff we know that we want God to make a way but how is he supposed to get to you if you're not diving into his word how is he supposed to get to you if you're not praying and building up your spirit man how is he supposed to get to you if you're not fasting and making sure that you're in tune with the spiritual realm so he says today I need you to encourage them encourage them not to fear don't fear a thing or don't fear anyone but me and then when it comes to me understands that i'm a god of the details i'm a god of details i numbered not just counted but i gave a number i assigned a number to each hair on your head because i care about you that much i paid that much attention to you and if i pay that much attention to the strings of hair on your head i'm definitely paying attention to the circumstances in your life so do not worry and do not be afraid when you come in the face of things that are trying to threaten you i need you to know that at the proper time i will make away. At the proper time, I will give a shift. At the proper time, my Holy Spirit will tell you what you should say if you have to respond. Or my Holy Spirit will tell you what you should do if there's a decision that you have to make. But my Holy Spirit can't reach you if your spirit man isn't fed. My Holy Spirit can't reach you if you're not constantly praying. My Holy Spirit can't reach you if you're not constantly in your word. So I understand that you need me to make a way, but what are you doing to get to that way? Are you constantly praying or are you worrying? Are you you fasting or are you thinking thoughts of failure what are you doing to get to my answer that i have for you i have an answer for you i have a way for you my holy spirit is making a way for you my holy spirit is trying to reach you to let you know what to do at that time where you need to do something but this time in the in between is your training time this your preparation time and if you spend your preparation time worrying you're robbing yourself of the blessing that i have for you on the other side of this test So today, if you're sowing a seed, we're sowing the details seed because God is a God of details. He understands that there's things that come our way to cause us to fear and cause us to stress, but my God is a God of details. And he has already thought about this. He's already planned a solution for this. And I understand that there may be some people or some things that are bigger than me and seem bigger than me, and that may require more work for me, but I don't have to worry about that because my God is a God of details. And he has gone before me while I was in my mother's womb. He knew me when he decided to, to number the hairs on my head he had already thought about the steps of my life so I know that this thing is being sent to try to worry me and get me off track but my God is a God of details and I know that sometimes time seems like it's not on my side and it seems like I'm running out of time and it seems like I have so much to worry about and so much to figure out in a little bit of time but I don't even need to fear time God says don't fear a thing or no one time is a thing don't even fear time what can time do with God absolutely nothing my god controls the time because my god is a god of details so today if you're sowing a seed we're sowing the detail seed and we're sowing the seed to let god know god i trust in your details not the details that i see in front of me not the details that i hear not the details that fear is trying to deposit in me but in your details because i understand that in your proper time and you will release your holy spirit to tell me what to do or what to say in the face of any trial and tribulation i don't care what the details look like i don't care what the details are are or what the circumstances are or what this world says the facts are I know that you numbered not just counted but numbered the hairs on my head so today I'm sowing a seed because I trust in your details I trust your details to make a way I trust your plans to step in on my behalf I trust your plan and your prosperity and your covering to cover me at all times I don't have to worry about the details because I have my father the only thing I need to do is stay working in my word and carry my faith because he has the details handled So if you would like to sow the details seed, we're sowing at cash app, dollar sign, the Christian Bay and PayPal or Zelle, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. And we're sowing the details seed because we serve a God of details, the God of details. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence, God. Today, I pray that this word of encouragement reaches the ears that you want it to reach, Father God. I pray that it plants a new seed of hope in each and every person listening to this podcast, God. I pray that they leave this podcast encouraged and empowered to know that you care about every detail in their life, not just the small things or not just the big things, but all of the things in between, Father God. You have all of those planted out and Ordered for us, even when it happens or it looks like something we don't understand, you know all of the details, Father God. So today we sow our seed and we release our details to you. It's not for us to be an overthinker, it's not for us to say, Yeah, I'm very detailed oriented, so I have to know every step. No, all we need is faith, all we need is a word from you, and with that word, we will hold on and stand on the foundation that you have set for us and trust that you are the God of details and you have a plan a plan of prosperity and a plan filled with promise for every detail in our life father god we love you we thank you for this word i pray over each and every person listening to this podcast that you protect them you cover them in their family and you reassure them that you are present and that you also have a plan for every detail in their life father god we love you and will forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay podcast. If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at the Christian Bay underscore. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, the Christian Bay TV. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you guys so much. And leave this episode today remembering that God cares about the details of your life. It's not for you to worry. It's not for you to try to figure out. He already has it he already has it handled. Just make sure you're working instead of worrying. Work the word of God. Apply the word of God. Speak the word of God at all times. I love you guys and I will talk to you on the next episode of the Christian May podcast. Bye!